Yo, what's up, everybody? My name is Jerome, and welcome to the podcast of Influencers Impact. Hello, hello. Hey, Jerome, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. It's good to meet you. I yeah, guess. <laughs> likewise. I uh, I appreciate you being able to be flexible for us to switch this from last week. Oh my week. gosh. Yeah, absolutely. If there's nothing else I've learned in this season, it's flexibility is key. <laughs> yeah, that is that is very true. That is very true. Well, um, welcome. Thank you for, for joining me and, and for being a part of this. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it, especially taking out the time. You're probably busy and have a lot of things. Um, but I just kind of like wanted to talk about um, just a few things like songwriting and music and, and worship and how that kind of comes together with who you are. But first off, um, if I can, um, where are you from and what do you do? Yes. Okay. So I'm originally from Minnesota, um, a small town. Well, it's not super small, but it's a town south of Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, and I was born and raised there, uh, moved to Tennessee when I was 18 to go to college and now at, to Nashville. And I've, lived there ever since so that's been um almost 10 nine years something like that now which is crazy that it's been that long but um uh yeah I'm a northerner at heart (laughs) but yeah yeah, yeah. um and what do I do I work at a church in um technically it's in Spring Hill which is just south of Nashville kind of like in the metro area Mm. um and I'm a worship leader that's awesome yeah that's awesome now, how has um, that changed for you, your role as a worship leader during this time of COVID and everything that's been going on? Yes, it's been an adventure for sure. Um, it has, uh, gosh, it's looked like so many different things. And it feels like so long ago that COVID started. It was only a few months by now. But um, obviously, everything that we're doing is online now mm-hmm. or has been. So um, that we went from so we have two physical locations um with multiple services at each one and then adult gatherings student gatherings and kids gatherings on Sundays so that's a lot of different environments so we went from having like all of those different worship experiences to having one (laughs) so my job looked a lot like helping just organize volunteers going from like a lot of different serving opportunities for volunteers down to like one team each week how to safely record worship each week with everybody and like how to create an online worship experience that feels somewhat normal for someone Mm -hmm. who's in their home, like watching on their computer or their TV or their phone. Uh, So it's been a lot of like creative problem solving, which has honestly been really fun. I like that kind of stuff. Like, you know, when changing things up uh, and you have to like figure out, what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's been fun. Uh, and we just started this past week. Um, we are not like, we're, our building is not open again officially yet, but we just mm-hmm. started doing what we're calling pop-up sites. Okay. So uh, we have like basically little gatherings around town of like 30 people. Um, so basically just sending like one or two of our worship leaders each one of those sites to just lead like acoustic worship so that's kind of like what it's progressed to now that we're like slowly starting to reopen some things um so it's been a lot of i guess like organization of Of course and things yeah Yeah. no i can i can totally understand that now 
um, you said you grew up in Minnesota. Now mm -hmm. you're in Tennessee. At that time frame of, of your life, did you always want to, or did you always see yourself being a worship leader? Like when I was, when I moved? Yeah, yeah. When you moved, like, did you think, hey, am I, this is my plan. This is what I want to do. Or did it just kind of happen, I guess? Um, kind of both, honestly. Like I didn't, um, when I moved, I've been a worship leader for a long time. Like I started leading worship in high school, like oh, in my okay. so that was just, it's something I did and was familiar with and comfortable with. Um, and when I moved to Tennessee, I, uh, just, I was, I, my major in college was music business. Okay. Um, and I switched it after my freshman year to a religion degree. Um, and like not, I didn't really even have a career in mind when I did that, which sounds weird, but I was just <laughs> like, you know what, instead of studying, um, like economics and accounting, mm -hmm. I, I love studying the Bible and, um, like just ch the church. So right. I switched my major, not with the intent of like, I want to work at a church one day, but just with the intent of this is what I <laughs> enjoy studying. That's awesome. Um, so I kind of like. I always, and I led worship, I've led worship through most every season of my life. So it's always just been a part of my life. So when this job kind of uh, put itself in front of me, it just yeah. like, kind of made sense, but it wasn't necessarily something I was like actively seeking out. Right. But you know how God works. It's just like, it's like a both and a lot of times. Yeah, that's true. And and you never really realize what it, like what's going to happen 10 mm -hmm. days from now or 10 weeks, literally. Um, yeah. And you find yourself meeting somebody, having a conversation, and then a year from now, God's like, hey, remember that conversation that you exactly. had? Exactly. Um, it's going to happen yeah. this time. Like, literally, my, the guy who hired me, um, I met, like, in my first month of college. We went to mm. college together, and he led a worship night on campus and then ended up, like, years later hiring me for this job. So wow. it was exactly one of those moments where it just kind of came full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you work at the Bridge Church, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so... I, I, I did I did go on your social media to see and this is super cool. I wanna I wanna see if we can talk about these three different areas where you serve, I guess. All right. um, because I find when we serve it's not just when we serve a church, we serve God with all of our gifts and all of our talents that He's given us. Yeah. Um so you're part of the worship team with Bridge Worship. Yeah. Um and then I've noticed that you are also I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, are you part of a group, another group? It's ex Nihilo. Did I say that yes. right? Yeah, yes, you did. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, um so there's those two and then uh there's a song that you just came out with that I'm gonna I wanna talk about after and it's under your own like name as an artist. So you're serving um in three different like areas, mm -hmm. if I can ask that. Yeah. How 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 does that work for you? Like how have you found that? In your yes. journey of life. Um, gosh, where to begin? Okay, so <laughs> for bridge worship, I'll talk about that first. Yeah. Um, bridge worship is uh, kind of like we call it the missional arm of like our worship team mm -hmm. um, and our worship ministry at the bridge. So basically, we have like our worship team and our volunteers that serve every week and like make it happen on Sundays, yeah. and Wednesdays for students. Um, but we started. Um, we have a lot of songwriters in our community. That's also partly to do with just living and being so close to Nashville. <laughs> there's yeah, there's right here. Um, but uh, even just being a part of like a local church, I think that's something that we've discovered uh, is so like just writing songs and songs that are 
about what God's doing in our own community, like yeah. just at, in our own little spot. Um, Cause you have songs that are, there's so many worship songs out there, mm -hmm. um, but it's really special. I think to be able to put words to what God's doing in your own personal context as well. Yeah. So that's kind of what like the bridge worship is birthed out of. Um, and then, uh, so we've been writing songs for bridge worship intentionally um, for the past few years now to three years now. Wow. So that's been just really fun to be a part of um, as a songwriter. Uh, like it's an honor to write songs for my mm -hmm. church um, and to see them come to life is really, really cool. Um, so that is bridge worship in a tiny nutshell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. And then uh, Ex Nihilo is completely separate um, in a way. Like that is a project that um, my husband and I actually started with some of our friends mm -hmm. just as like a, um, a different creative outlet, essentially, okay. um, with worship kind of at its core, but kind of with the mindset of like, okay, sometimes there's just things that we have to process and like things that we're living and we want to write about, want to sing about yeah. that might necessarily, you might not necessarily sing about them in like a corporate worship context, like walking yeah. to church on a Sunday. Yeah, exactly. but they're still like relevant to our experience as Christians. Mm. So that is like the heartbeat behind that project. Yes. Um, and that one's really fun because it's just kind of like whatever we want to do, like yeah. there's not really any boundaries to it. Um, and then my own project, Kelly Besh Music, is yes. something um, that I released, started releasing music under, oh gosh, four years ago. Um, okay purely out of just, I was at the time, this was before I started working at the church, I was uh, kind of just a freelance musician in town. Mm -hmm. I was playing keys for artists and singing background vocals for artists and writing a lot. And so um, some of my really good friends who are like, who know, the kind of friends who like know me and like know how to push me in the right yeah. direction. Yeah, they're yeah. like, why aren't you like, you have all this music that you're writing, why aren't you releasing it? <laughs> and I was like, I never, I've never wanted to be like an artist necessarily of like, I want to tour the world and like sell a ton of records and stuff. Like, right. that's just, I've, I don't know. It's fun to do, but it's not like my end goal. Mm -hmm. um, so I just started, I started working on that project um, just out of like, I'm just going to do it because I feel like I should and yeah. feel like I have songs that I want to just get out into the world. So that one is like, a, a, a different vein entirely of just pretty much just for my own enjoyment. Mm -hmm. uh, so I hadn't released music under that name, under that project since 2017. Yeah. And I just finished up a song in quarantine now that I had the time. Wow. <laughs> and just released it. So, so that, yeah. the song, um, uh, We Gonna Be Okay, you wrote that during quarantine? I actually did not write it during quarantine. I oh, actually okay. wrote it um, three years ago. Uh, oh, wow. yeah, crazy story. Cause I wrote it three years ago with a couple of friends and at the time, um, it was wild because there had just been another tragic, uh, murder of a black man by a police officer. Yeah. Um, and so the, the headlines were full of that and mm -hmm. I was having a really hard time processing it. Um, and so that song was like my processing of that moment. Wow. And so uh it's always like had a really special place in my heart because it was so um it was just a special song uh, mm -hmm. 
So when quarantine came around, um, we were kind of like, well, we have this song. Like, <laughs> I've, I was like, I've always really believed in it. And there's been a few moments throughout the past few years where like tragic things have happened again. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, this would be a great song to release. It's full of hope. Um, and then quarantine happened and we were like, it's a pandemic. Like, it's any time <laughs> to release this song. It's probably right. now. And then George Floyd, like that whole thing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd already like finished the song and we had submitted it for distribution. So it was yeah. like coming out whether like at that point there's no control. And then yeah. all that happened. And it was just wild that the same type of events had shown up back in our it was really weird. It was yeah. like one of those things that I was just like, I couldn't have planned that if I tried. And exactly. I didn't want to have something like that happen again. But right. Yeah. No, I, and and uh, the reason why I asked because I didn't want, like, I, I listened to that song quite mm -hmm. the past few weeks. I listened to it today. And mm -hmm. right away, I'm like, I wonder if she wrote it because of what happened. And I'm like, maybe not. And then I'm like, maybe it had to do with the pandemic. Maybe not. So <laughs> it goes, it really goes to say, like, whenever God puts something in our mind mm -hmm. or in our heart, we have no idea when or why he wants to use it. But I think Absolutely. from what I'm hearing from what you're saying, we just have to be obedient and mm -hmm. do it anyways. Yeah. And just like you said, it could be three years that God is putting something inside of us that will be birthed later on. Yeah. Um, but I think it goes to show that we just have to be willing to be obedient. Um, if, if that, if that kind of makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's hitting it right on the head for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Now, um, I, I heard a little bit based on what you were sharing, like when something's going, when you're going through something or something's going around you, writing music is kind of your way of expressing. Um, yeah. What does your like creative process then look like with songwriting? Mm. Like how, how does that look? Cause I know for people it's different. Yeah. Uh, it's different for me based on um, the situation, I guess, mm. and who I'm writing with too. So right. uh, I know some people are like, I always come up with the melody first and then everything. <laughs> or I always come up with the song title first. And yeah. for me, for me, it looks different every time. So like, um, Oftentimes, I would say the most often, it's like the random moments where I'm like driving in my car, like driving home from work and yeah. some, like a line or something will just come to me. And I try to like write those down or like put them in a voice memo and hold on to them for later oh, um, wow. because those can be like a good starting point for when I get into a co-write. Mm -hmm. And I'm with some people and I'm, we're like, what should we write about? Um, those can be helpful to like go back through and be like, oh, I had this idea, like whenever it was, yeah. we can like use this as a launching point and like build off of it. Um, but sometimes I write with people, it kind of depends on who you're writing for too. Like sometimes mm -hmm. if you're co-writing, you'll get in a room with, with someone who's like, like the reason you're writing with them is because they're working on a project yeah. um, that they need songs for or, uh, you could be like writing for a different church or mm -hmm. when we write for bridge worship like we're writing for our church yeah uh, so it's like i think good writers have the ability to like get in um like to take a step into somebody else's life but then there's <laughs> moments you know too where like especially when we're writing i would say for bridge worship um it's usually like several of us who are all part of the team so we yeah. are all experiencing whatever god's doing currently together mm. um so we can all kind of like bring our perspectives to it um i don't know if this is answering the question yeah, in no, a helpful is. way yeah. at all basically yeah. it just always looks different sometimes you like have uh all the words and like mm. you need help putting the melody to it and the music to it 
sometimes like a, a producer will have like a really awesome beat or chord progression that yeah. the rest of the song kind of comes out of uh so it basically just always <laughs> looks no. different i really yeah. like writing for i love writing with other people mm -hmm. um i it's harder sometimes when i'm writing like for Kelly Besh, like for my own personal stuff, that's yeah. usually music that has started with just me. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I bring someone else in to finish it. Um, but sometimes it's easier for me to write with that by myself, just because it is almost like, it's like a journaling type of thing. Yeah. Like songwriting is for me sometimes. Um, but for the other projects, it's like so fun to collaborate with other mm -hmm. people. And based on what I just heard you say, you, you touched on something so profound is collaboration when it mm -hmm. comes to creating. Because um, I find you can't really create things without collaborating with people the yes. way that God wants it to be. Because I can write a song by myself, and then I can be selfish right away if someone else wants to come in because they're like, hey, let's change it. Mm -hmm. Because I wrote it, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. The way God works is he created us. I, I always say God created us to create um, and that we should be willing to work with other people to work together. And you said something that I've actually never heard anyone say. And it's not a bad thing. It's actually really good. Um, you touched on how sometimes you might write songs for another church. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'll talk to people, um, like some of my friends who want to work on music or write or be a worship leader. And I'll always bring up the idea, well, would you, if a church needed help, would you lead worship for them? I'm like, oh, no, I would never. And I'm like, why? Well, that's not my church. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but the church is not a building. It's, it's a corporate body. It's a body of Christ. Yeah. And if we're not willing to collaborate with other people, mm -hmm. then are you writing for God or are you writing for yourself? Yeah. Um, so like what you said right there is, is huge. Like being, sometimes God will say, write for yourself, write for your church that you're at the building or write for another church or, or someone else. And I think sometimes people forget to like, there's artists out there so many, um, and I'm going to ask you about who, like, who are some artists that you relate to in a second, but there's so many artists out there that, um, sing certain songs, but they didn't write it. Someone else did. Yeah. And that, that's just how, just how it is. But for you personally, Kelly, uh, who are some artists that you kind of relate to that have, um, I guess, influenced your life? Oh, that is such a hard question. There's so many, um, Okay, so I think historically, like, super foundationally for me, uh, my dad raised me on, like, classic rock, and my mom mm. always listened to, like, 80s pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, yeah. Uh, and I'm from Minnesota, so Prince has been one of my biggest inspirations for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, just in general, he hits, like, just there's so many things about him. Oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of uh, pop, I think I have probably the, gosh, I'm even trying to narrow it down into like category. I was going to say, <laughs> I think I have a lot of like pop music influences and worship influences, but even mm. like, there's so many outside of that. Uh, but I love, um, I was also, I, okay, so I also played classical piano uh, okay. growing up. That's like my background in music itself. Mm -hmm. So there's... Um, composers that were really influ influential for me um Debussy, like Debussy and um Ravel are two composers that I like still go back to and wow. which I know sounds weird like I don't write classical music or anything like that mm -hmm. but they um had a huge influence on me uh for pop I think 
Kimbra is one of my all-time favorite artists. She's super um, influential to me. And there's a band called, um, well, I guess they're not really pop. They're more hmm. R&B kind of experimental. But there's another band called Hiatus Coyote from Australia. Okay. That's really, uh, I've been a huge fan of theirs ever since I discovered them. And wow. the reason I love them so much, um, their lead singer is this woman who uh, is an incredible songwriter. And she said something about songwriting in a, a master class that I watched on YouTube <laughs> that she yeah. did. Um, and it stuck with me for a long time. She said, uh, her name's Napalm. She said, um, when you're writing, don't ask yourself like what you think people want to hear because you're selling yourself short if you do that. Mm. And what people really want is to be surprised. Wow. Um, so that quote has like been super influential to me. And I think it applies to a lot of other areas, not just writing music. Um, but I could go on and on about this question, but I'll try to wrap it up. For <laughs> worship, okay. um, Kim Walker has been very, very influential to me. Um, mm -hmm. I found out about her when I was like, right when I was moving to Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, so her music and Jesus culture like carried me through that season um, in a really profound way. Um, gosh, there's so much. Um, there is also um, a woman who lives in Nashville. She's a pop artist slash worship leader that's been really influential to me as well. Probably not as big of a name, but her name's Danielle no. Houston. Okay. And she has taught me a lot, just like watching her career. She's taught me a lot about um, being a worship leader and like being in the marketplace of music as well. Yeah, and, like being a pop sense. artist and that balancing those two things. Um, I guess too, Brooke Fraser is like super one of my all time favorites as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could list off, I could literally go on for so long about this, yeah. question, but those are some of the big ones. No, that's awesome. And, and I like how there's different genres and different areas that touch on because then it helps um, not only influence you, but it kind of helps you when you write. You, you mm -hmm. can say it, I get this from here or this piece yeah. from that. Um, so I find that really cool. Now, during um, this time, not just with the pandemic, but even with what's been going on in the world. And, and, you know, I won't, I won't touch on that because, because that's a different story for a different time. But um, how has your relationship with God grown through what's been going on for like you and your husband or for, or for you personally? Yes, golly. Uh, trust. Trust has been huge for me and a huge thing that I've had to like relearn kind of in this season. Um mm -hmm. I am like a pretty glow with the flow person and like it doesn't I'm not easily rattled mm -hmm. um so it surprises me when I do get rattled or when right. I do get like uh I, I like sneaks up on me um and it's usually when there's like something that's happening that's out of my control mm -hmm. um and I don't realize how much I'm like grasping to regain that control so with the pandemic um there was just so much, I mean, everything was up in the air. Like not only could I get sick potentially, but also is my job okay? Is my family's yeah. job okay? Is my family going to get sick? Like, is everyone okay alone in their houses? Right? Like all these things mm -hmm. are in my mind and just, um, I'd get anxious about it. Yeah. Uh, if I like dwelled on all of this worries. So trusting God that he had a plan in it and that, even like things that I had planned that were now like those plans are out the window because I can't leave my house. Right. Um, trusting that he still has a plan in that um, and trusting that he is using such a terrible thing 
for his glory because that's what yeah. he does. He works yeah. on for his good. So yeah. that's been really huge. Um, also rest. That's been another really big one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rest has been huge because I, I like to just go, go, go. And um, I realized that I was kind of slipping into this place where I was equating my success with how productive I was or how much I was doing. Wow. Um, so if I didn't have anything to do or if I like, you know, hit a point in my day where I was like, okay, I completed my to-do list. Now what? Mm -hmm. It was like very hard for me to turn off and just be like, I can just chill. Like, yeah. let me just take a minute, take a minute and like not do anything. And that's fine to like recharge and just rest and truly rest. Yeah. Those were two really big things. Um, for me, there's a lot, but those are probably the yeah. big overall overarching themes. And I think those things are what a lot of us should not be feeling, but I think a lot of us are probably dealing with is definitely the trust factor of, okay, God, we, we've trusted you all the way up into this point of our life. Now we hit mm -hmm. a pandemic, something maybe we never all experienced. Mm -hmm. Are we still going to trust him when life is good as, as well as are we going to trust God when life gets, gets a little rocky? Yeah. Um, and I, I like what you said with like rest and knowing that sometimes, and I've, I've made that mistake too, where I think many people have, if you're a creative or an artist or a pastor, um, I think we've all made the mistake of, um, if I'm not producing enough, then, then I'm not succeeding. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm doing a lot, then I'm succeeding even more. And, and a lot of times we can produce a lot of things, like write a lot of music in that sense, that's probably not good. It's just, mm -hmm. we wrote it, but it might not go anywhere. Um, yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it just shows that we can't always base our success off the work we do. It's a lot of times our success can be based, obviously it's supposed to come from Christ and be based on that, but mm -hmm. even resting, I think is a sense of success because a lot of times we forget that God created the Sabbath and he created a time for us to rest. And I find, I've been telling people, I'm like, if you're not resting in this season right now, you have no excuse because mm -hmm. we, a lot of people obviously, unfortunately are losing their jobs. Yeah. Um, but then those that are still getting income are being forced to work at home. Yeah. Um, parents are being able to stay with their kids. Kids mm -hmm. now are at home. So there's that family dynamic that can grow. But then there's still those people who are like, hey, you know, I wish I had more time. I'm like, how much more time do you need? Like, I think right now, the church really should take this time to say, all right, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And when this gets back to some type of normal, what can the church birth out of this mm -hmm. um, to kind of say that, hey, we stood strong, we didn't break down, uh, just because things got crazy doesn't mean that the church has to divide and, and be scarce. So, um, yeah, I think those two things are important, trust and, and rest, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say, um, one of, I guess, last second, last question, um, what would you say to someone who is probably watching this either now or later on, and they want to be a songwriter, but they just don't know where to start or how to come about it. Like, what would you say to that person? Mm. Just write. <laughs> That's like the immediate uh, easiest advice I can give is to just uh -huh. write, 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 write. And like, it doesn't have to be songs. Like, write, journal, write poems, uh -huh. write um, whatever, a book. I don't know. Like, just yeah. write something, a tweet, like whatever it is, just write something as often as you can if you can do it as consistently as every day mm -hmm. um, I think there's so much to be said about just building that rhythm in your life because uh, I feel like I think it's Stephen King who 
does does this or did this like okay. there's a lot of creative people um throughout history who have like dedicated a, like a nine to five essentially mm -hmm. <laughs> like i'm gonna even if my job is something that's creative in nature and i'm not like going into an office like i work for myself whatever it is right um like creating specific boundaries in your day-to-day -day life where you're sitting down with the intention of being creative and producing mm. something creative um yeah. just because i think a lot of people live by the oh whenever inspiration strikes like that's when i'll write type of mentality. yeah and i think inspiration will strike more often if you're in a consistent rhythm of uh just doing it and then yeah. also like i've i've gone through um like seasons of really bad writer's block where i like yeah. couldn't write anything and the best thing for me to do was to keep trying in that season like if i felt like i couldn't write anything to just keep doing the discipline of like sitting mm. down to write something even if it was bad yeah um, so definitely just doing it and building mm. that habit is essential and um what was the other thing i was gonna say oh if you're a songwriter um you can totally get by without this is a very practical <laughs> piece of advice if you you can totally get by without uh knowing anything about music theory but it will help you so much if you can learn if you don't already know anything about music theory um it will help you so much just to like know that and have that as a tool mm -hmm. in your tool belt um okay and then one more thing i'll say is especially if you're writing for the church um if you're writing worship music uh just spend time with god and spend time in the word because uh you whatever you're writing will be an overflow of what you're putting in so if you're mm. like spending time with god and if you are consuming a lot of the word and spending a lot of time studying it yeah um that'll be what comes out uh so that's and that i feel like is even i've had moments in writing songs where i feel like what i said was not me like it was the holy spirit mm. um, so that's also just giving the holy spirit more tools in you for like him to use that's when true that's so true. Well, thank you for, for sharing that. I'm, that definitely touched me and, and blessed me, and I hope it blesses um, other people as well, because like, just like you said, if we're spending time in God's Word, the way we live our life, what we do, well, that will show, the, the fruits will show. Yeah. Um, but, but if we try to do things on our own and we don't allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us or we don't let God speak to us, a lot of it's going to be us and, and the flesh and not a lot of things being produced from, from Christ. Uh, last question I guess I'll ask is what's next for you in, in mm -hmm. any sense? You don't have to share everything, but like, what's, what's next for Kelly? Oh man. Great question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, every day is different. It feels like in this season and everything can change so quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, uh, for, I'll go back to, um, for Kelly Besh music, I'm, yeah. uh, that's been a really good creative outlet and a way for me to rest in a sense, even though it's still like producing something, mm -hmm. it's different than, it's just, uh, it's just a different type of, um, it's rejuvenating for me, I guess is what I'm trying right. to say. So hopefully working on some more of that stuff. Um, but uh, also getting some more bridge worship stuff ready. Um, we're about to put out a project that we've been working on. We've dropped a few singles mm -hmm. over the past few months and the EP is coming out in July. So that's awesome. super exciting. Just getting ready for that. And then that is uh, an exciting time like to be finishing a project. 
because people get to finally hear what like we've been working so hard on but also yeah. it kind of starts the writing like season over for us of okay what are we going to do next like what have we got in our arsenal um so more writing which is always mm -hmm. exciting and you can write also like you can the season has proven that you can write anytime anywhere yeah, <laughs> whether it's through zoom or whatever but like that doesn't have to stop so yeah it's so true. true well kelly i i appreciate again you taking the time um out of your day to do this this has been um a blessing to me and, and i really hope it's been a blessing to everyone else that gets to watch this but um i do want to let you know we're praying for you um mm -hmm. and uh praying for your family and hoping that all goes well for the church and that you know you guys don't get to lose your job or anything like that mm -hmm. and uh definitely excited to see what comes um from all the areas of life where you create and, <laughs> and write songs so we're definitely excited for that thank you so much jerome this was a blessing to me as well mm -hmm. to be a part good. of it so thank well, you so much for all you're doing i appreciate it. anytime <laughs> just let me know but thanks again <laughs> kelly and uh have an amazing day thank you so much you too all right bye now see you later